You're listening to the Chancellor Pink Podcast on Chancellor Pink Radio. I wanted to make a podcast, hopefully keeping it brief, although I tend to fail at that when I, even when I set out to do that. But I wanted to make a podcast about intelligence. Um, and the specific topic on the table that I'm placing on the table for your consideration is, is it more intelligent to understand the truth about life and speak the truth to people and share the underlying realities of life as you perceive them? Or is it more intelligent to get what you want in life and therefore to say and do whatever gets you what you want out of life. Is that an interesting, I think that's a really interesting topic and I might just stop here while I'm ahead (laughs) before I share my own thoughts with you on it because I think I'm winning right now. I think I'm already winning this, this battle of podcasting just by posing that question. How many podcasts out there would even think up a question about that? Speaking of intelligence. Patting myself on the back, telling me I'm smart. Anyway, it is a good question, though, because, well, you know, you, ideally, do you, do you live according to idealism and to your, and to your ideals, or do you live according to your happiness and your gratification. And, you know, that's really the issue, isn't it? I mean, do you have principles? Do you have integrity? Do you believe that life should be about something? Or are you living to please yourself? And is life about hedonism to you effectively? Or at least um, whatever gives you more of everything, pleasure, money, rest, whatever. Is it more about satisfying you or is it more about an ultimate higher good? I'll give you an example. Okay. The NFL. The issue has been posed recently and many times over. Should players be about their own stats, catching as many passes as they can, scoring as many touchdowns as they can, so that they get that big contract that makes them, you know, multi-million dollars. Or, should, or do they want to win a Super Bowl? Or should they just be about winning and achieving that, that goal of being part of that ultimate victory? And therefore, let's say, catch fewer passes, be more of a team player, block more as a wide receiver than receiving. Um, And, of course, if you're the quarterback, you get both, don't you? If you're a a star quarterback, you get all that money, you get the big contract, and hopefully if you're any good, you're the reason they win, too, because you have the ball. But there's so many other players on the team that are just role players, and they have a decision to make. Do they selfishly think about what pleases them and what gets them the most and play the game according to that? Or do they actually sublimate their own desires to the good of the team to win for the sake of the idealism, the ideal of being a 
team player in a sport where everyone's watching for victory and you want to win too. And certainly you could always say to yourself, when I win, I'll make more money. When I win, I'll be a part of a winning team. I'll be valued more. They'll look at me and say, that guy was a really good receiver. His stats might not be spectacular, but he's a winner. So maybe I'll make more money that way. But you know what? You'll always make way more money getting the stats. So you're, you can't delude yourself completely. Living for your own pleasure will always get you more, more, more if that's what you're about. Manipulating things for your own benefit will always get you more to your benefit. Is that intelligent? Or is it smarter to live for the higher ideal? Something that benefits everyone more, including yourself, but not as much as if you only put yourself first. So that's the NFL example, and that's more concrete way to look at my question that I put on the table for you. Do you want to live each day in a way that makes you climb the ladder, or, do, or would you rather climb less, be less high on the ladder individually, but live a life that makes you feel like in some way, by what you're doing, everyone's climbing higher. You know, you are making self-sacrifices by not doing X, Y, or Z, but you're living more for higher ideals. And as a result, you believe everyone's better off because you're, let's say, telling the truth in your job as opposed to hiding it. Another good example, the movie. A movie as an example of life. Yes, come on. I like movies. <laughs> so you got to roll with me on this when I bring up movies as life. Pretty much. They're the only life I know. No, I know a lot of other things too, but come on. Movies are real. They're based in reality. The China Syndrome, which was, by the way, based in reality a little bit. Back in the day, 1979. I know it's been a long time. Again, hang with me. It's over 40 years. Maybe some of you haven't seen the movie. But if you have, it was about a, uh, a near meltdown in a nuclear power plant Nuclear. Did I say nuclear? Nuclear power. No, I think I said it right. That, that was something in the 70s when the word was used a lot. Nobody cares about nuclear power anymore. I don't even know if they exist. But back then it was like a budding way to generate energy. But it was very dangerous because you have the core of a you know, generator and it could melt down and it would be like an atom bomb because they were using nuclear energy, which was the basis for you know the Hiroshima bomb. So potentially very deadly, right? So explosive and causes radiation poisoning in a circumference around the explosion point and so on. But so there was a, a flaw, some shake breakdown, some, some incident happened at a power plant in the movie. And Jack Lemmon plays a guy who had been there for years, very respected in his job, but still just a peon, an employee in the, uh, in the actual, uh, I don't know, workroom of the plan, of the plant. And um, he recognizes there's an issue at the plant and everybody in management wants to brush it under the rug because it's too costly to fixed, fix. So they'll just pretend it didn't happen. So he goes to a reporter, Jane Fonda, to reveal you know, the information. At first, he's totally selling out to his plant. And you see him at the beginning of the movie you know, and throughout. It's a big moral issue to him. He doesn't want to stab his other co-workers in the back. He doesn't want to make waves. He's just worried. 
So the issue comes to him, do I worry about myself more, my job, which is protected by these people here that I work for, and they don't want me, obviously, to expose this problem. Do I cover my own ass, do what's right for me, and hide this issue? Or do I do the right thing for me, which is this is a problem, it bothers me, I'm not satisfied with the response I've gotten from the higher-ups here? Do I go somewhere else outside the company and talk about this issue that I think is a problem? And, and, and yes, it could cost me my job, but at the end of the day, it's the right thing to do, and it's the smarter thing to protect everyone. Because I could die. You, I could also be cost by that. I, I could be killed by this. This could cost me in a big way, even more than losing my job if I don't expose it. So it's smarter for me to look out not just for me but for everyone because we all could be killed by this a nuclear accident, accident at this plant and I'm going to expose it. So is that more intelligent or is it more intelligent to think, oh, this is my job. I'll get fired. They don't want me to do this. I can just brush it up. It's probably not that big of a deal. I might be over analyzing it, reading too much into it. So, of course, he exposes it and he ends up dead. He ends up shot and killed. And um, the issue almost gets brushed over uh, after the fact. But luckily, uh, the reporter Jane Fonda stands up for him and one of his co-workers stands up for him live on television. So uh, the implication at the end of the film, not to spoil it for you if you've never seen it, but this could actually help you want to see it. It's a wonderful ending. Brilliant, brilliantly done. It actually helps make the movie, the ending. But the acting's so good in it with Jack Lemmon and Jane Fonda. Michael Douglas is in it as well. And Wilford Brimley as the friend at the end who recently died. Um, But the the end implication is that something's going to be done. You know, they were the incident was revealed. He wasn't just some kook that was killed at the power plant. He was someone who saw a problem. So an investigation is going to happen. So, but he's dead. He's dead. He's not only he didn't just lose his job. He lost his life. He's martyred. For what? For what? For an investigation that I'm sure won't change a goddamn thing, right? And I'm sure it didn't. In real life, nothing was really changed. He's dead and nothing was really changed. But in his mind, it was something that mattered. So are you smarter to move forward, causing waves maybe, maybe even dying in his case, for doing something that matters to you? in your mind and that could help a lot of other people besides yourself or are you smarter just to do whatever it takes to cover your own ass and take care of yourself and fuck everyone else um because this is only your life and this isn't a moral question because i guess you could answer it with well if there's a heaven and there's a god and you are going to be morally judged at the end of time then how can you say you're smart to only take care of yourself? You're stupid because all that shit's going to come back. The rooster's going to come home to roost or the chicken's going to be in the hen or whatever. whatever It's going to come home to roost. The chicken will come home to roost, I think is the phrase. Anyway, whatever. Whatever the phrases are, is the egg going to hatch? Is the chicken going to cross the road? Or does he not get to the other side because he was Jack Lemmon in the China Syndrome? 
So the question is, what do you do? Do you live for this greater idea of truth? Is that smarter to do for the betterment of everyone, even if you throw out the issue of God? Throw out the question whether or not there's God, whether or not there's eternity, whether or not anything uh, exists after this, whether or not you'll pay for whatever choice you make. Throw that out. Ignore that. Bye. It's gone. See ya. Morals, God. Bye. Shashon Satonton. I'm sorry, that was my uh, Christoph Waltz at the beginning of Inglorious Bastard. When he doesn't shoot her and she's running away and he goes something like, Shoshon, or whatever the hell. He yells at the girl her name and then he, he says something in German about goodbye or French because he, uh, he knows she uh, speaks French. He's a German, but he speaks all these languages. So he yells at her in French goodbye, you know, and then he comes after her later. Anyway, whatever. Good Oscar-winning performance by Christoph. But I think you say goodbye to the morals and you don't worry about whether or not there's a, a payoff for you in heaven, right? Because think about it. Think about it. If you're saying it's smarter to do the greater good because there's still a better payoff for me in heaven, well, then it's just a different way of being selfish, isn't it? I mean, if you're benefiting yourself by what you do here, that's one way to do it. But if you think that doing the right thing or a higher moral thing or an idealistic thing is about what's going to benefit you in heaven, then aren't you just a religious person still bettering yourself? What's the real difference, right? So fuck fuck the afterlife and the potential for a moral judgment for you in your favor. Just, just talk about intelligence in making choices for earth, for now, for living. Is it intelligent to choose to do what you and your brain and your mind believe to be the right thing, the smart choice, the, the fair choice, even if it may not be the choice that benefits you the most? Or is it smarter to just always choose whatever puts more money in your pocket, makes you happier, gets your dick sucked more, et cetera, right? And in particular, the reason I did want to raise this question is about women, if you're a man, in particular. Uh, I, I feel like, you know, I, I speak the male's language more than females. I mean, I am a man and I've experienced women over the last 20 years of the living hell that it has been to be exposed to women in the last 20 years. So I think I'm uh, incredibly qualified to address the reality that is suffering as a hated man in a misandrous culture and uh, in a, with a world turn on its head where we're, we're told that it's, it's a misogynistic culture, allegedly, and, and somehow you know men have all the power and all this bullshit that we're being fed when in reality it's exactly the opposite um, right now clearly to anyone who's awake and alive and has a dick and and loves women and loves people and is into the truth which is back to my original question right should we say the truth even if it doesn't get us laid should we say the truth even if it makes women hate us 
Should we say the truth, which is that women have most of the power in culture today and they use it to hate on men and that men are actually at a disadvantage in our culture and we shit on each other and cock block each other and are losing out to women because we somehow believe that men are the bad guy and we're making that okay. Should we say that truth, even if it makes certain that there will be cobwebs on our dick till the end of time? Or... Should we bullshit our way through this and play along like everyone else and pretend that women are screwed over and that men are evil and that white men in particular are the worst? Should we say that and believe that and stand up for that, stand up for black people and and, and women and all this stuff, even though we're white male, because it's going to get our dick sucked and it's going to get us loved by the blacks and the women and everyone else. Should we go with the flow of today's culture? And say and reiterate what we don't believe in. What in fact, what we believe to be false. What we believe to be the opposite of truth. Should we say it and endorse it and follow the flow because it's better for us as, as men? Or should we stand up and say, no, that's a lie. That's not true. Here's the truth. Even when it's going to make women hate us. And like I said, cobwebs expand along our dick and balls and up our ass crack. The cobwebs will just grow because nobody will want to touch you. No woman will want to touch you if you live for the truth about women today, right? If you actually stand up for and say the truth about the way things are between women and men today, ain't no woman alive going to want to come near you. Because they're going to look at you and say you have issues and you're bitter and you're jaded and you're a misogynist. You're not allowed to say the truth because you will be hated by the very gender that you're trying to reach. The very gender that you're trying to correct things with. They're the ones that are going to say, fuck you, you're lying. That's not the truth. The truth is all this bullshit that culture is accepting today. So do you play along with the lies of today? Because it'll get you laid. Or do you say the truth? Because it's the right thing and it's also the truth. Which is smarter? See, the question isn't which is better for you. The answer is obvious for that. It is better for you, my friend, if you're a male, to, to, to say whatever makes a woman smile. So if the current trend is to bash all men, here's the thing. The guys that are doing all the things they say men are doing that are awful, they're the ones that lie the most and say, yeah, I agree with you. And so they, the women love them and marry them and suck their dicks and everything else. You know, and they don't even mean it. They're the guys doing it. Then there's 75% of the men who aren't doing any of the bullshit that they say men do. And unless you say, yep, that's what men do, as part of the 75% who doesn't do it, unless you endorse that, you'll be one of the ones that does it. You're the one because you're saying it's not done. Then you're guilty. Hang him by his balls. So the question is, what is smarter? The question is wasn't what is not what is morally correct. The question isn't... Uh, you know, even what is truth, because we all know that, unless you're blind. I th The truth is not open for debate, on, at least not on my podcast. Okay, we know the truth. <laughs> Women know it too. They know the truth. 
They know the bullshit. They're, they're carnies. They're selling, you know, they're selling some potion. I've got here this magical potion. And it's that women are being abused and men are the shit and men are pigs. And here it is. Drink this down. It's all a lie. It's all carny, you know, stand up act. It's a fucking show. It's a lie. Okay. They know that. They know that. They're just saying, I'm riding the wave of Me Too and all that men are pigs and I, let's get them fired from their jobs. Cancel culture. Let's go with this vibe. Yeah. I mean, come on. They know what they're doing. You know, half these women making these jumping on that bandwagon haven't had any problems their whole life. They don't even know what the fuck is going on with all this bullshit. They're just saying, you know what? That time that guy got a job over me. Even though he was 50 times better than me and I'd only been there a year. Yeah, that was sexism. Yeah, I was being mistreated. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's all they're doing. And they know it. Every fraudulent woman out there spewing garbage against a man knows she's full of shit, okay? Every slutty whore, fucking every guy and serial killer known to man who turns on a nice guy when he says something honest about men and women... No, she's a cunt. She knows she's a whore. She knows what she's done. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, three stooges. Little three stooges humor in the middle of that harsh subject matter. <laughs> to lighten the subject. They know. They know. Yep, 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 yep. You have to watch them. Come on. Three stooges. I haven't seen them in years. It was funny. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> they know. They know it's an act. It's a comedy fucking act. That uh, to pretend that they don't have the power and they're not abusing the shit out of it. And, you know, they know that. But the question is, so what? So what? What is more intelligent to do? Do you say, you know what? You know what? This is wrong. Women are cunts <laughs> today. And they need to they needed to chill out and become better people again, and men should stand up for themselves. And when they're being wronged, and we all the ultimate thing we should be going for here is equality, not superiority of one gender or another. And alleging oh we're oppressed, we're oppressed for fifty years when you haven't been isn't equality. That is actually an attempt to thwart equality and assert superiority by women, if you accept that as truth, which everyone with eyes and a brain should, then the question comes up, as a man in that culture, what is smart for you to do? You know that if you deny it and play into the current trend, you'll be happier with women and they'll love you and date you. And you know that if you stand up for the current reality as truth and try to I don't know, bring balance back to the world, bring sanity back to the world between the genders, you'll be fucked. What should you do? Fuck yourself and do the truth or try to get fucked by lying? And not just what should you do, because that might sound like a moral question again. What is smarter? What shows greater intelligence? Being perceptive enough to discern what is happening and say it and share it and try to change it. Is that intelligence? Or is it higher intelligence to 
see that, know it, all that, all that crap, but say, how does that benefit me? It won't. If I bring up all this stuff that I'm smart enough to see and know, it won't benefit me. What would benefit me? Ah, that's right. To pretend like I don't see it. To pretend like I don't know what I know. To tell women and anyone in the range of my voice that in fact women are being oppressed and it's awful and men are pigs and anything else that gets a woman's mouth closer to my ball sack. You know, I mean, is it about the distance between your scrotum and a woman's vagina or is it about um, you seeing and knowing and perceiving and speaking and standing up for reality. And that is a question of intelligence to me. Because we all can know all kinds of shit. But what we do with it is how we show how smart we are. What you know is one thing, but what do you do with that knowledge? That determines whether or not you actually should even have that knowledge. If you don't do the right thing with your intelligence, you've misused it or ignored it or don't deserve it. So the question is, what are we going to do with the truth that we see and know? And if the answer is nothing, welcome to being a man in the 21st century who wants to get laid welcome to being a man in the 21st century period because I'll tell you this I don't think they appear to be doing anything with all the truth and knowledge that's out there other than what serves their interests and um, that's certainly what women are doing of course too more than ever and blacks the same I mean uh, all of this uh, overstatement of racism that's gone on uh, in recent years uh, because of Trump, who is racist, stirring it up in actual racists that are a small minority of the people in this country. Uh, but it's causing blacks to say, oh, let's pretend that white people are the problem. Bomani Jones, a racist black sports guy, was just on a show the other day, and that's what he said. He actually went so far as to say white people, it's white people. But he's been a racist for like five years. I've, I've known him to be a troublemaking racist black person for many years. But it's amazing that someone can say it's white people are the problem, and white people in the NFL are the cause of all this, and it's white people. And literally just whitewash and blanket cover an entire race as the reason for an issue. And that's not racist. <laughs> You know, and to blame uh, problems in the NFL on white people as opposed to, you know, showing some facts as to the people and the facts that happen in each situation. Just labeling it the race. <laughs> it's blatant racism, but it's acceptable today because we've allowed black people to think they're always wronged in a world where they're mostly not. Most people aren't anti-black or thinking of someone as black at all. I've been raised in it for 56 years. I can tell you that's a lie. Anyone who says that is a lie. Er. Unless they live in the South or some racist pockets of the world of in America, the, the, the vast, vast majority of America is not racist. They don't look at life that way. 
And in fact, you'll have people on Bill Maher's show say, well, they should. We blacks want it to be about color. We don't want you to see us like equal. We are black and we are proud of our black heritage. So they actually argue they want you to see them as black, but then somehow treat them as superior to you. Uh, not equal, just, just, just leave them alone. I don't know. It's a confusing argument because they don't have a fucking leg to stand on because it's bullshit. Okay. The reality is it should be about equality and we shouldn't see anyone's color, but the colorblind thing doesn't work for them because they want to be proud and angry and bitch and complain about white people like Bomani Jones did. That's what they want. They want to bitch and complain about white people. So if you're on that train, if you're on that Black Lives Matter train, then you're on a train to racism and hatred of your own race if you're white. Because that's what they want. They want to hate you. So just just get off that train because that's not a good train, okay? The Black Lives Matter train is trash. It's a train heading into a brick wall someday because at the end of the day, racism doesn't work. Okay, Black Lives Matter, and if you really get down to it, it's racism, and it and it will always be. And racism is not the goal here, and racism doesn't work. It is not about black people. It is not about white people. It is about trying to find a, a way to treat us all as equal without it being insulting to somebody like a black person that you dare to treat them as equal or to a woman that you dare to treat her as like a regular person. I don't know how, what word can you use without insulting them? Can't treat them like a man. Cause that's insulting. <clears throat> treat them like a frog. No, you have to treat them like a person. I'm not a person. I'm a woman. It's so confusing, but the bottom line is we have to be trying to continue to work towards treating everyone like in a loving way with equal rights I think the Constitution has it pretty much right, but then they'll say, oh, they didn't give women voting rights until blah, 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 <clears throat> whatever. Constitution was written still with the idea that, you know, militias could have guns to keep slaves in place in the South. Okay. But anyway, look, <laughs> now all that's true, by the way. There are, there are underlying sexist and racist themes that you can find in the Constitution and in the, uh, the beginnings of the, of the United States. But that's hundreds of years ago now, and we have evolved a great way. And anyway, look, it's never good to turn things on their head the opposite direction. Sexism and racism don't work. They don't work from a man towards a woman. They don't work from a woman towards a man. They don't work black to white or white to black. It doesn't work. It's a failed system. Racism, sexism, misogyny, misandry, they don't work, okay? So the question is, what is smarter to do in a situation where society is still into calling everyone out as sexist, misogynist, and racist as white men? What is the smart thing to do if you're a white male? Do you say, that's right, there he is, go get him. Just don't come get me. Or do you say, look, wait a minute, this is crazy. What's going on here? Why don't we stop all the insanity and just love one another or stand up for each other, right? Like Whoopi Goldberg just got suspended for two weeks from The View because in an obvious moment of confusion, and rightfully so, she said the Holocaust wasn't about race. Well, 
As it turns out, if you look up the word race, race is about physical characteristics, right? And it says that since the 17th century, look it up right now. What is race? Define it. There, there, it distinguishes between race and ethnicity, okay? Race has, since the 17th century in this country, been come to be defined by, uh, has, be, has been defined by physical characteristics. Ethnicity would be more along the lines of religious background and cultural habits, such as the Jewish people, right? So race is physical. Ethnicity is, it would be Jewish. <laughs> and yet, when Whoopi says the Holocaust was not about race, it was about inhumanity to mankind, man to man. She's called racist. Now, the reason is, and this is true, that the Nazis, the Nazis themselves, characterized Jewish people as an inferior race, and the Aryan race, they called it a race, as a superior race. So they made it a race war. And therefore, the Nazis themselves made the, dis the, the dispute a racial dispute. But... It isn't one, and it wasn't. And that was a mischaracterization by the Nazis. So if someone like Whoopi Goldberg, as a black woman with a Jewish-sounding name, who might even be uh, part Jewish, I don't know about her heritage, but Goldberg is definitely a Jewish name, um, she looks at it and says that's not a race issue. As a black woman, she says that. And that's what most people would agree with that, I would think, without understanding the underlying principles of Adolf Hitler and the Nazi party. Uh, she would, but I think she understood that it was inferior race and all that. I think she just meant, well, what we're talking about in America, race is, is about physical characteristics. And that's the truth. And you can find that on Google to this day. I think the reason people took offense was because she was talking about in the context of, of uh, uh, critical race theory in school and teaching about race as being a factor in history. And she, so she was kind of uh, trying to exclude the Holocaust history from that same argument or principle of critical race theory and so forth. I didn't see it in context. I'm making this up. But I'm saying... I saw the portion of the video where she said it's not about race. I saw that. And I read about the context that it was in. It was about teaching in the schools. So I'm assuming that the reason it insulted so many people was that she was claiming that the Holocaust is not in line with other theories of racial inequality in America or in, in the world. And... um so to teach the Holocaust as some sort of racial inequality is not exactly accurate. I would assume that's what she was saying. And although I think that's 100% true, um, the context of the Holocaust was put into a racial, it was put into a racial context by the Nazis themselves and Hitler. And so therefore it becomes Jewish people consider it a matter as uh, intricate as race. The difference, and, and you see it in all the Holocaust movies, they're able to, they're running from the Germans and they're able to 
put on a Nazi uniform and pretend like they're a Nazi, or they're able to, uh, you know, if they had to wear a yellow star or whatever to show they were Jewish, they take it off, right? There were, there were, in other words, they could hide uh, because they weren't black, right? If they were black and they were coming for black people, they couldn't hide. They couldn't pretend to be German Aryans, you know? But you see the movies where the Jewish people are trying to assimilate into the Nazi culture and the German people that weren't Jewish by hiding their heritage. Well, that's what makes it not racial. Non-racial because race is based on physical characteristics. Well, these were not characteristics, if there are any that are physical for Jewish people, which I'm unaware of. Um, they're not visible. So how physical could they be, right? So why are we crucifying Whoopi Goldberg for saying what is obvious to anyone with a fucking brain? who reads or Googles what race is about, which is physical characteristics that therefore must be visible. So that's not what it was about. It wasn't about race. So look, that's all she was saying. But then when you look into it and understand what the hell, yes, it was made racial. And more importantly, more importantly, the Jewish people view it as an attack on their race, in quotes, in quotes, their race. But it's really their ethnicity and their religious affiliation that the attack was on, okay? But anyway, whatever. Why parse words? Just send her away for two weeks. Why worry about semantics? It was an honest mistake, actually an intelligent mistake by an intelligent woman. But hey, she was insensitive to Jewish people as a black woman. She was pro-black in that comment. We got the race issues, not you, Jewish people. We're the racial people. Fuck you, we're race. You're not. That's the way they read it, right? So let's send her away for two weeks for being a proud, arrogant black. It's just so stupid. So we're punishing people who weren't talking that way, didn't really mean to be saying that, who honestly made a mistake about an interpretation. It wasn't even a mistake. Look, fuck it. She didn't make a mistake. She told the truth about something that has now been clarified for me and you and everyone else. I literally had to Google race too. And I saw that she was right, but in the context of the Holocaust, not exactly. That's all. She was right, but in the context of the Holocaust, no. According to Hitler and his people, it was about race. But according to reality and what we live in since the 17th fucking century in America, it wasn't about race. She was right. But you know what? Because she was black, because she was a black woman, she must have been attacking Jewish people as, you don't know my pain. I'm a black person. I've been through so much more. Race stuff is about black people. You don't know race. Fuck you, Jews. That's the way they took it. And that's why she's gone away for two weeks. So you want to know who has more power, blacks or Jews? There's your answer. But it's ridiculous that we live this way. So Anthony, of all people, Anthony Scaramucci, the fucking, what did he, 10 days I think he lasted as Trump's press secretary before he was fired. You know, but he's a prick. He's a Harvard grad white dude, Italian, Scaramucci, but he's actually become kind of like a little hero of the Democrats, the way he's torched Trump ever since. And he he was one of the first to come out and say the the uh, the lie about the election was disgraceful. And January 6th was an abomination. And he stood by that. So he's actually, you know, but of course he was thrown out. See, again, what's intelligent? What's intelligent? He was an asshole when he was still close to Trump and thought he had a chance with Trump. He was a complete asshole. Okay. He was being intelligent for himself. Once he realized there was no going back for Trump and the Republicans hated him, then he did, again, what was intelligent for him, which is 
support the truth now. But he did not, Scaramucci, support the truth because it was the truth. He supported lies at first, which was better for him. Then he supported the truth when it was better for him. So which is smart? Is Scaramucci super smart? Harvard grad. Harvard grad. Because, you know, he supported lies at first because, hey, it was better for Scaramucci. And then once the truth became better for Scaramucci, let's talk about truth now. But anyway, he's sticking with it now. He stood up next to Goldberg, posted a picture of him and her on Twitter and said, I stand with Whoopi. She made a mistake. It was, you know, let's quit bashing each other. Let's stop going at one another. And he tried to speak words of truth. And that was truth. So he stood up for truth. And in that particular instance, he didn't have to do that. That wasn't for the betterment of Scaramucci. However, maybe he doesn't like Jewish people. Maybe Scaramucci's been fucked over by Jewish people. He's a money guy. So you know he's had a lot of interactions with them, you know, since his Harvard days. Uh, So maybe in a way he was saying, oh, yeah, I know the way the Jewish people can get so volatile and and do explosive over-the-top things and suspending Whoopi for two weeks is over-the-top, ABC or whatever. You know, let's let's rein it in here. She didn't, you know, she her statement was a misunderstanding that it is actually reasonable. And in fact, Patricia Arquette also tweeted, I'm Jewish, which I didn't know. I didn't know. I guess that means Rosanna Arquette, Dave the Arquette from Scream and all. I guess they're all Jewish people. Who knew? But Arquette sounds French to me, but whatever. She says, I'm Jewish. And I didn't know what that race was about. The Holocaust was about race. See, so 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 that's what I'm saying. Exactly. So there's nothing wrong with what we said. And what I would have tweeted, I didn't, but I should have tweeted under Patricia Arquette's tweet and said, you know, I wasn't about race. Just because the Nazis pretended it was about race, it's not about race. Jewishness isn't a race. It isn't. So they called it an inferior race. They said they were a superior race, but they were wrong. That's not race in America. At least not in America. Not for 300 fucking years. That hasn't been race in America since long before Hitler. So whatever. Anyway, that's what I should have said. But the point is, Patricia Arquette, as a Jewish woman, realized Whoopi's truth. She didn't say anything that was untruthful. Why are we persecuting her, right? And it's not persecution. Two-week suspension. She'll live. She has plenty of money. She'll be fine. But Scaramucci stood up for her truth, too. But back to the issue of Scaramucci and Whoopi and all that truth versus what's best for you. I mean, obviously, Whoopi apologized and said, I I understand things better now. It was bullshit. That's not what she wanted to say. So she's not saying the truth. She's saying what's best for Whoopi now, which is to get her ass off suspension and back to work and making her money. But she, if she was saying the truth, she would say, I didn't say anything wrong. I get it. I get it. They made it about race, but it's not. It wasn't. I stand by my original point. It wasn't about race. Just because they said it was doesn't mean it was, and it wasn't, and it's not the same issue. So when you want to talk about critical race theory, isn't that different than talking about the Holocaust? Yes, but no. It's the same concept, but it's not the same issue. But yes, it is. It is. It's all the same. Jewish people were persecuted race just like black people were persecuted by their race. It's the same. Even though it's different, it's the same because that's what we're saying today. So what is intelligence? Understanding the truth about the distinction there, reading it, 
Googling it, seeing the truth and expressing the truth, or being crucified and persecuted. Even Whoopi sold out the truth. She said the truth. They crucified her for it, so now she's backtracking. So what is intelligent? Seeing and knowing what is truth and saying it, even though using your brain to discern the differentiation between race and Jewish people and all that? Or are you, is that just, no, that's not intelligent because if you do that, you'll be fucked. So say there is no difference. Blur the line. From this day forward in America, Jewish people are a race, even though it's not a physical characteristic. So when you look up race, it will say, it is a physical characteristic differentiating people, except if you're Jewish, and then it's also race. The Jews are also a race. They're going to change the definition now because we're going to change truth, change facts as we know them because that's what's smarter to survive. If you're Whoopi Goldberg, if you're whatever, if you're me, any of us, we have to change the truth to keep from being persecuted. Back to men and women. That's what men are doing today. We are changing reality and truth to get laid, to be okay with women. Is that what you want? Is that an intelligent world? If everybody acted that way, would the world be a smarter place? Or would the world be a more intelligent place if each and every person acted more intelligently, even if they did worse because of it? Would the betterment of the whole supersede the individual betterment betterment and, and benefits? And would the whole win out enough so that you individually did the smart thing by standing up in a way that hurt you a little bit more than otherwise. Look, I said I would put the question on the table. I didn't say I'd give you the answer. I don't know. All I'll end the podcast with is to say this. I live in the way that fucks me without getting laid. You get it? I live by the truth even when it's not popular. I live by what my brain tells me and intelligence tells me, even if it's not the thing people want to hear. I see things as truth and speak them when others will come to that five, ten years later. I will be the one in the front of the line shot and killed and shot in the charge and you will all be at the back of the lines waiting until it's safe. I'll take the bullet for truth. I'll take the hit for intelligence because to me, it's smarter to be smart, which is to know, which is to think things through and read and see and say what you discover, even if it's not popular, even if it's hated, even if it will do bad for you. Intelligence isn't objective, in my opinion. In my subjective opinion, intelligence is something that's objective. It is about knowledge is something that can be discovered. Truth is not in the eye of the beholder. That's beauty. Truth is something that is discernible, that is discoverable. And if you're smart enough, you'll solve the riddle. If you're smart enough, you'll solve the murder from Last of Sheila. If you're smart enough, you'll see the truth and you'll say it. 
And that's intelligence, not about the repercussions of being smart enough. Weighing the circumstances and the results of being smart enough don't make you smarter. That's a different issue. That's called being manipulative, in my opinion, or being selfish. In some cases, you're smarter if when you see and know the truth, you don't share it. But never, in my opinion, are you smarter if you lie. Never, in my opinion, are you smarter if you've discovered the truth, but you state the opposite of the truth, or you deny the truth to protect your own ass. That is not, in my opinion, ever intelligence. That is always stupid. Why? Because the definition of intelligence, to me, is objective. It is not subjective. It is not affected by what helps you or hurts you. The definition of what is smart is something that can be discerned and agreed upon by everyone, which is we look, we search, we read, we discover, and we find. And what we find, we find. And we must say it. And we must tell it. And we must express it. And that passion to do that is what breeds intelligence, learning. And believe me, the greatest scientific discoveries of our existence were done by people who had the courage to stand up and say, guess what? The world isn't flat. The world isn't flat. Intelligence is not about going with the flow ever. So therefore, it's not about what does better for you. It is about saying what you see and find. And like I said, the only the only variation on that that I will sign off on is sometimes you don't have to say it. You don't have to say anything. Sometimes silence is okay. Sometimes it's better to know something and understand something as truth and keep it to yourself or share it selectively, you know, or share it in a politically smoother way. There are ways to handle what you know, the truth, your knowledge, and disseminate it less offensively, more agreeably. But be careful with that shit because people fool themselves and they think I'm I'm loyal to truth and I I should when then they're really not. They're really smoothing it over so much that they're peddling bullshit. Okay? Most in fact mo- I will say most people that try to be too careful with the truth end up lying. Most people who think they're being politically smooth with the truth are really full of shit in the end. So be very careful with hiding the truth, you know, knowing it, but keeping silent, speaking only, you know, speaking it in a way that's more agreeable. (coughs) Be careful with that because I, I truly believe for the most part, you're deluding yourself and you're really just becoming a full of shit, dishonest person like so many more out there. So again, what is intelligence? I do have an answer for you. I retract my prior statement that I didn't have an answer. I've discovered it now by speaking my truth, which is there is only one answer. It is intelligent only 
to say what you've discovered and to share what you believe to be truth and what you know, what you know. It is always the most intelligent thing to live by, speak, and live for what you know. Not what you don't know, not what you know the opposite of. It is never intelligent to do what is better for yourself when it's not what you know to be true. That, to me, is stupid. And I believe, I don't have any proof of this, but I believe that the ones who live that way, always kissing their own ass, buttering, buttering the bread that makes it so that they live a cushier life and bullshitting people and spinning things so that they get the most out of women or anyone else, I believe that in the end, it comes back to bite them. I believe that all that bullshit cra- comes crashing down. Think about it. I mean, you, you, you might get laid, but what if you fall in love with a girl that you've bullshitted? And then one day she discovers a podcast you made <laughs> where you said the truth. Or hears from a friend or someone else or finds something about you that completely contradicts the things you've been spinning for her. The bullshit, yes, I agree, men are assholes and they all should have their dicks chopped off. You know, you you say that to her, and then she discovers some other viewpoint you have where you don't really believe that. What is she going to think of you? And what happens to that relationship that with the woman you actually fall in love with, who you've misled to think that you're not who you are? So I say, stay true to your character, true to your real beliefs, and the knowledge and truth that you find. And then every relationship you have, even if it's none, even if you never get laid again, even if you never find a woman to love you, at least every relationship you have will be truth-based. And it will be based on your intelligence. And anyone who loves you will love you for who you really are. Because the entire time you will be true to that knowledge that you are. And that is smarter. It is smarter to have real relationships with real people who know you for who you are than to have many more bullshit relationships with people who believe you to be something you are not based on fallacies you've expounded because you thought it was better for you. That's my opinion. I love you. Yabba da boop 